Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan. Welcome uh, back. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Jeff Devereaux with No Veteran Left Behind for the for the support that he continues to provide for the podcast, and to Sandy Lawrence for the work that uh, she has been doing and uh, the books she's written about helping veterans transition. And I just want to put a little plug in. We are working together and are going to be running a workshop in January to help uh, veterans learn about project management and to go through a lot of the work that uh, that Sandy does in terms of helping people do self-assessments and evaluating where they're at and that sort of thing. So I'll, I'll make a, a I'll put the link to that workshop with this with this podcast. But enough of that. I want to talk about uh, the guest that I've got in the virtual studio today. Her name is Laurel Jones. Uh, Laurel has a 23 years or so as an officer in the United States Air Force. And after that, she, she got out and made a successful transition into working for IBM in a variety of roles, uh, different kinds of leadership roles, project manager, change manager, uh, solutions lead, and, and that sort of thing. So it's had a, had a very successful career after the Air Force. But I wanted to uh, have her on, on the podcast and uh, kind of get her thoughts a little bit about what she's done, what works, and, and get maybe some reflections on some suggestions you might have for uh, for people that are get, getting out or have already gotten out of the military. So to get going, uh, Laura, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Well, absolutely. Well, th first, I want to thank you, Mike, for this invitation. I am really um, excited about the opportunity to share a little bit of my transition story because I hope that some of the things that I've encountered and what I went through, I just hope that it will help a couple of your listeners as they get ready to turn the page and start the chapter that's called Their Life After the Military. So for me, um, right now, I am loving life. My husband and I are in uh, the Sunshine State. We're living in Tampa. Um, I'm originally from New York and I went to school. My first degree, my undergraduate degree, I got uh, was at uh, Syracuse University. I attended it on an uh, Air Force ROTC scholarship. And then I started that amazing ride called my Air Force career for 23 years. Um, during that time, I continued because I'm a lifelong learner. And so I continued to um, earn two other degrees. I got an MBA and then I was um, competitively selected to attend Air War College. And I got my second master's there. So that's a little bit of my educational background. Um, as far as my career, like I said, um, 23 years in the Air Force and started with a degree in accounting. And so most of my time was spent in the accounting and finance field in the Air Force, comptroller. So it was all about money, basically. And so during that time, um, I had assignments in three different countries, uh, four different states. I had the opportunity to serve at the Pentagon twice, which I absolutely love. You talk about a learning laboratory. <laughs> um, I had an opportunity to serve as a commander on two occasions as well. Once when I was in uh, Interlick Air Base Turkey as a regional accounting and finance squadron commander, and then some years later, I was a Comptroller Squadron Commander at uh, Yokota Air Base, Turkey, right outside of, of um, uh, um, Tokyo, about an hour or so. So that is, in a nutshell, where I started when my transition was about to begin. So that gives you a little bit of my background. Quite, quite an impressive background. It's you've really done some some great things and had some great experiences. Obviously, a commitment to your professionalism and and all that's really cool to hear. 
Um, after you got out, what, tell us a little bit about what uh, the whole getting out and the process you went through and, and how did you wind up where you wound up and, and how did all that work out? Well, you know, it, when, I, when I decided that it was time to, you know, start the new chapter, and so it's like, okay, I'm retiring. I'm going to hang up this uniform that I've been wearing very proudly for 23 years. The first thing that I did was share that with other people. And so I encouraged individuals to do that. And I'm not talking about just the people you work with, obviously. So, you know, I talked to my coworkers. I let people know who I had worked for before. I let my friends know. I let my church members know. And so I used my network, my circle, to let them know I'm about to make this transition. If you've got any advice, please, I'll be willing to listen to it. But what it really did is once I made a determination about where I thought I would be my best self, then they were able to help me in pointing out companies where that was a potential good fit. So that's kind of where it started. So preparation is key. Networking is key. You know, I talked to everybody I knew. It wasn't a surprise when I retired because all of my friends knew this was coming. And, and that's how I got connected with every company that I interviewed. I didn't, I didn't go online. I didn't look at a newspaper. Literally colleagues, um, one was a political appointee that I had worked for several years ago. She was obviously no longer in that office. She had gone to IBM, which is where I ended up. And she said, mm, this might be a company you want to pursue. And so that's how they became, they were on my list. Then someone else, another friend said, oh, we've got someone who's a vice president at another company. I think you two should talk. And that's, that was the interview. And that was what we did. And so again, all of that came through people that I knew, through connections, through the network that I had already built. I love that story, the the power of networking and how important, and, and the fact that you did, you know, there's a traditional kind of model where a lot of people put their resume out there and hope somebody gives them a job and they're blasting the resume out. And that isn't the path you took. You, you purposefully chose to work your network and it's your, through your church and through your friends and relatives and, and, and all the people that you come in contact with. And then you also used another term that I really like, your best self. Mm. that you knew who you are. And it, it obviously came through reflection or however you developed that a little bit. And maybe I might ask you to kind of tell us a little bit about how'd you figure out who your best self was? Because I think a lot of people struggle with that, but you had that and then you knew what you wanted to take to the market. But how do you, how do you come up with your best self? You read that in a book someplace? <laughs> Well, there's one book that I read every day. I call it the good book. And so mm -hmm. that's part of my core values as a, a woman of faith. Um, and then a lot of it does come from reflection. You know, a lot of times veterans are so fearful of what's going on. They're afraid to ask for what they want. And so what I say is you need to start before you start that journey to do a self-assessment. And that includes the whole person okay, you know what your, your military experience has been, you know what your education is, what are your, what skills, technical skills do you possess? But then, and this is the important key, what is it that you want to do? Not necessarily just what you can do. What is it that excites you? What is going to get you up in the morning and passionate? And so I took some time and this, this wasn't something I came into, you know, in a day or a week or a month, but I thought, you know, what I really like, what excites me are new environments. You know, what excites me is problem solving. And so I put that together and said, oh, you know, when I look out at the landscape, to me, that translates into being a consultant. Mm -hmm. And that's how I ended up being a consultant with IBM for, you know, almost 15 years. But it was really like 
if you're going to be successful, you've got to be your best self. You know, there, there's a, a sign that I have here in my office that says, your vibe attracts your tribe. And to me, that's about being authentic because what you put out is what you attract. So when I was on my job search, I didn't, I wasn't scattered. I was laser focused. I knew what I was interested in and that's what I went for. That's really great advice. I love what you're saying. The, the uh, um, it, it's just so powerful to, to, to have that insight and to be able to, to, do, to do that. And it, it just opens up doors. Once you know that, then the world kind of can be your oyster because you're going to find where you want to be and you're bringing value and, and you know you're bringing value. That's really, really, really cool. Uh, just another plug for this workshop that we're running. That's the kind of stuff we're going to be getting into in the workshop. And both it's both Sandy's work with uh, the stuff that she's done and some of the things that I've done in terms of thinking like an entrepreneur and taking control of your career and that sort of thing. So um, maybe some of our listeners will be interested in signing up for that workshop. Um, they, they also, I kind of, is, is there a way that they could reach out to you if they had further questions? Can, can, are you available or should they come through me? What, what are your thoughts? I kind of put you on the spot here a little well, bit. Well, what's ever easiest is one I love to tell because it was so, I won't say easy, but in some ways it was, but because of my network. So if I can help be that connector for someone else, absolutely. So whatever works, I mean, you have my, you have my email information. I am on LinkedIn, even though I'm retired now, but I am there. So whatever you think works, I would absolutely love to connect with someone who had any more questions or just wants to talk. Absolutely. Great. Well, I will include your email address down on the post that we, that we put out there with your permission. Okay. Wonderful. That's Thank fair. You. Sounds good. So what, uh, what other suggestions or what other kind of aha moments that you had or what would you recommend? I mean, obviously know yourself, take the time, reflect, network. What, what are some of maybe the things to avoid or some of the pitfalls that can happen? What, what would be your words of advice to, uh, to some veterans? Well, you know, you, you're talking about this, this um, workshop that you're having. I think that sounds like a great idea because it is key to have a um, skills inventory, if you will. And when I go back to the whole person, so that's a good place to start. Um, I would think that some practical advice that I would give our listeners, for me, the thought of writing a resume. Now, I think, oh, why was that so difficult? But then that wasn't something that I did. And so that that took me, gave me some pause, but there are resources out there. And so I used, started with the transition assistance program. And so that kind of got me, you know, okay, I've got a little draft and, you know, just to sit down and put pen to paper and create that history of yourself. And more importantly, create that history of yourself that is absent of military jargon. Because, you know, we speak a whole nother language in the military. And so you want to be able to translate that. So I would say that is important. But, you know, now, there are military translators available. You know, veterans organizations are available for that. LinkedIn is available as a resume assistant. So now I don't think it's as much of an obstacle, but you have to know those resources are there before you can tap into them. So take some time and really hone that resume. Make sure that, you know, many people put eyes on it, people who you trust, and particularly some who are outside of the military because unless, because you're going to a civilian world, you want to have a civilian perspective. And so that was really helpful for me. So that's mm -hmm. all part of, you know, having that timeline that you build in that time so that you can mitigate all of the steps that you have to go through while you're getting yourself ready for that next chapter. Now tell so me a little bit more about, 
about when you say a timeline, what, when I have a timeline, I'm thinking about, okay, I'm going to do this next month and I'm going to do this for three weeks and, and that sort of thing. Do, is that what you mean by a timeline? And if so, what are the elements that we, you think, the major elements that should be in it? Well, that's a, a great question. And so, you know, obviously now I'm a project management professional, a certification that I got after I retired, but I always had that mindset. And so everything is a project and it's just like transitioning. So you have to say, okay, begin with the end in mind as Stephen Covey would say. So you know when you're going to retire, you have an idea, you put that out there and then you back it up to where you are today. And so you need to start thinking about things like, well, are you going to stay where you are? Location is important. In my case, um, I was, you know, the Pentagon was my last assignment. I love the Washington, D.C. area, and I knew I was going to stay there. So that helps. So it, location, K okay, check. But you need to think about that. Of course, you have to think about, you know, what are you looking to go back to school? Do you think you need to get additional certifications before you retire? And if so, that's the time to make that happen while you've still got that 18 months. It, and that's what I'd say for most people, start 12 to 18 months before you're planning to retire. So, you know, your location is, is one of the factors, um, additional education or certifications. I think that's an important uh, piece. And then, of course, like I talked about earlier, where is it that you think that you truly are going to be your best self? Do you, are you interested in becoming an entrepreneur? Are you interested in becoming a, an employee of the government? Or like myself, are you, you know, forging a path into the corporate world? But you have to make those decisions. And the sooner you make those decisions, the sooner you can put in place actions that'll get you where you want to be. So it, it's not necessarily a timeline by week, but definitely I would say by month for sure. Mm -hmm. But again, that's the project management it, a manager and me talking, but I think that's oh. helpful. And I'd like to put the mention there, too, that there are ways to get certified like PMP that the, the government might even pay for that while you're still in the military. I know there's some options. So explore different kinds of certification and as well as getting uh, furthering your education before you get out. So that's Absolutely. all. So, so listen, are there any final thoughts you have that, uh, that you'd like to leave with us and, and uh, kind of stimulate our, our listeners to, to be thinking about? You know, so I would say when you're looking at success beyond the service, when you hang up that uniform, first take a look at what made you successful while you were in the service. Take it, take that inventory, take that assessment, and hopefully that will give you the confidence, the encouragement that you need when you're ready to walk out and, and uh, start this new chapter. So I would encourage all of our listeners, yes, it's change, but embrace the change. And I encourage them to do that. It's an, it's an exciting world. There's a big world out there. And whatever made you successful while you were in the military, you're not leaving that along with your uniform. You're taking that with you. That's part of who you are. And that's a valuable resource that you're bringing. So when you're starting your search, it's a win-win. It's a you have mm -hmm. something to offer, just like any company that you're interviewing with has something to offer you. So I would say be encouraged and be confident. That's great. That's some really good, uh, good advice. I wish, uh, I wish I'd known you when I got out. <laughs> it was a long time ago, and it, it, a lot of things that I've learned over the years. That, uh, would assure, certainly, would and I'm have. still learning some things yeah. every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, it was great talking to you. Thank you very much for taking the time. And like I said, I'll include your uh, email address in the in the in the write-up that goes with this. So. Okay. Well, this was great, Mike. Thank and thanks for the work that you do for our veterans. Appreciate I'm very it. happy to do it. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.